Mike Slater. America WK with your host, Andrew WK. There are these moments when you are compelled to do things that defy your own logic, that defy your own taste, that defy defy your own preferences. You wind up doing things that you don't like to do, and yet you like doing them almost because of it. America WK, Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon on the Blaze Radio Network. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. Slater, there's one more story about uh, economic inequality and whatnot. And then I want to tell a story of James Vernon, a man who uh, should be a household name in America. I got a call the other day, my local show. Remember a guy who said, uh, Slater, I talk to people who want this income inequality thing. And I say, listen, let's say we uh, distribute all the money. We take all the money from Bill Gates and everyone else and we distribute it to everyone. It's not going to be long before people like Bill Gates have money again right because they're the ones who are going to come up with a product or a service that people are going to want and pay them in exchange for it so then what are you going to do you're going to redistribute the money again and then <laughs> say things could happen you're going to redistribute it again like what's the point of all this and what's that going to do to innovation so it's a wonderful point i think it's a great argument to make with with your friends uh, and colleagues and coworkers. um and when i heard it it reminded me of uh, a donald duck comic book uh, it's from 1951. I have four minutes here. I'll share the sort of it. Uh, so Scrooge McDuck is... Ru- I'm being serious, right? Uh, honestly, right? it's a Donald Duck comic book from 1951. Scrooge McDuck is running a farm with his nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And, and Donald Duck, and they all work on the farm. And Donald Duck gets tired of working, so he quits. So he and his... I, I don't know if it's like his cousin, Gladstone. They go uh, out searching for money. But not to work for it. They just hope to find it. I just want to stumble upon a a bucket of money. So they get tired and they uh, fall asleep under a tree. And Gladstone says, I'm going to sleep with with my hat right here. And and when I wake up, there's going to be all this money in my hat. So they fell asleep and a tornado blew through the town. And because Scrooge uh, unwisely keeps all of his money in the barn, the tornado busted through the barn and, and money was spread all over town. So Gladstone woke up and sure enough, his hat was full of a bunch of money. $2 $2 million was in Gladstone's hat, just like that. Now, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, they're distraught that uh, they've lost uh, all, the, all the money. All the money that was in the barn, it's all gone. But Scrooge said, he said, if I stay here and tend to my beans and pumpkins, I'll get it all back. So Gladstone and Donald, now that they're, they're millionaires, they decide to travel the world with their newfound riches. So they drive to town to get some gas for their car. And uh, the gas station's closed. My God, jeez. So they go to the, the bus station. They're going to go take a bus to wherever they want to go. And uh, the bus station's closed. No one's there either. So then they're like, all right, we're going to walk. So they go to the shoe store and they buy some new shoes, good walking shoes, and no one works there either. And the reason is because Gladstone and Donald weren't the only ones who got the money. Everyone in town is now a millionaire. So no one's working anymore. 
No one works at the gas station. No one works at the bus station. No one works at the shoe store. No one works at the grocery store. No one works anywhere anymore because everyone is a millionaire because the money has been redistributed. So Donald and Gladstone, they get hungry, but no one's working anymore. So they go back to Scrooge's farm to go buy some food. And because Scrooge and his nephews the entire time kept working, they're the only people in town with food. So eventually everyone ends up buying their food from Scrooge. And he gets all of his money back. And everything's back to normal. <laughs> there you go. It's the comic book. Same thing that this caller was talking about. So let's say you have this, this fetish for equality, financial equality. Fine. But that won't last long. In the end, it will become uneven again. And then we'll redistribute it again and again and again. And people will stop working because eventually what's the darn point? Now, this was, uh, again, a comic book from 1951. And I, it, it was incredibly influential back then. These comic books were incredibly influential to that generation. And I don't know if there's anything. I, I'm not watching a lot of kids shows Yet I got some friends who have some young kids and, and they're like, I've seen Frozen 56 times this week. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> my eye will rip my eyeballs out. Um, so I don't know what kids shows are like right now, but I don't know if any of them are teaching any free market principles. And there's a bunch that were taught in um, Donald Duck. And when I say they're incredibly influential, I bet some people rolled their eyes. Uh, let me just tell you how influential they are. Have you ever seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? Of course you have. What a ridiculous question. It's America. What are you, an Al-Qaeda? The um, scene with the boulder, straight from a Donald Duck comic book from 1954. Straight out of it. Two guys take a statue off of a podium. They hear a rumble and the boulder's rolling down and they have to run away from it. Straight out of a Donald Duck comic book. And if you're like, well, what a weird coincidence. George Lucas wrote an introduction to a book about the cartoonist, Carl Barks. And George Lucas and Steven Spielberg both said that that scene in Indiana Jones was an homage to one of the greatest storytellers of their childhood, Carl Barks. Who wrote, uh, was the illustrator for, uh, and, and writer of Donald Duck. Isn't that wild? So, so there's so in movie making, it's it's been influential to George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, and and I argue is uh, the economic principles have been influential as well. Carl Barks himself, we got to go, but Carl Barks has lived quite a life himself as well. He has no he had no formal education at all. Grew up super poor, um, and saw an ad in a newspaper for a Disney cartoonist, and the rest is history. But he used his life and the opportunity in America to write cartoons about the virtues of of capitalism. And influenced countless kids and, and film directors in the process. We need more of that in our culture. More storytelling for kids about capitalism. Or you can always go back to the old the great economist, Donald Duck. This is Mike Slater. Part of the next generation of talk radio. On the Blaze Radio Network.